then you can make even highly complicated topics at least approachable. And so Karen had this idea, you know, we were tossing around, you know, sort of like vignettes. What would you, what do you do when you camp? Well, you make s'mores, right? You, you sit around the campfire and you sing. Welcome to the Open at Intel podcast, where we're all about open source, from software to security to innovation and beyond. I'm your host, Katherine Druckmann, an open source evangelist at Intel, bringing you leading edge, free ranging conversations from some of the best minds in the open source community. Let's get into it. While at KubeCon, I spoke with Karen Chu and Matt Butcher of Fermion, also creators of the Illustrated Children's Guide to Kubernetes, which evolved into a series of books that simplify complex tech concepts for children and adults alike. The series, published by the Cloud Native Computing Foundation, uses endearing characters like Fippy the Giraffe to explain technologies such as Kubernetes, Helm, and most recently, WebAssembly. I hope you enjoy this really fun episode. So, hey, Karen and Matt, thank you for joining me in my little my little plexiglass bubble here <laughs> at KubeCon. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I know you are both very busy and have many things to do, so I'm happy you uh, joined me as one of them. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. You recently, now that the cat's out of the bag, right, you, you <laughs> recently uh, launched, if you will, a new book in the series that is sort of for children, but we can get into that in a little bit. But Everyone's uh, always, or continues to stay a child, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's right. It's for yeah. children and me. And yeah. your inner um, child, yeah. Yeah, so, so uh, the CNCF publishes some books on things like Kubernetes for kids, Illustrated <laughs> Guide for Kubernetes. And there are several. They're all around these characters, like Fippy and Z and, and Go the Gopher. Go... Goldie. Goldie, Goldie the, the gopher. gopher. Sorry, yeah. go, gopher. Yes, Goldie the go gopher. Yeah, there yes. you go. Say that 15 yeah. times. <laughs> so, so, there's, so there's this whole little cute little ecosystem, this little fantasy world where, where the Captain Cube and his little container friends mm -hmm. hang out, and you have a new book about Wasm. Yep. And I would really like to hear about that. But first, I would like you to really briefly maybe introduce yourself and, and, and tell us who you are and how you got into this? Okay, I can start. I'm Karen. I work at Fermion with Matt, and we actually used to work together at Microsoft. And before that, we worked together at Deus. Um, so our history spans back to 2015, and we were actually at the first KubeCon in San Francisco. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah, September. I think it was like less than 500 people. I have the same size as this recording booth, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm Matt Butcher. Um, I'm currently the CEO of Fermion, and yeah, Karen and I have worked on a number of CNCF things together. Of course, the Illustrated Guide series. Uh, we worked on the Helm project together, uh, and and been involved in all kinds of things around the cloud native ecosystem over time. And WebAssembly is just kind of the newest and most exciting in that in that spectrum for us. It is exciting. I you know my my background is in the the, the very webby world. Uh -huh. Yep. yep. <laughs> I go back so so long that I remember when containers were a hot new thing, <laughs> and then Kubernetes came along, uh, and it was and it's uh, yeah it sort of had a meteoric rise in the last almost yeah, ten yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, so Wasm is very interesting to me. Maybe before we get into the the guide, you could tell us a little bit about why we should all be very excited about Wasm. Well, we like to think that we like to talk about Wasm as, as uh, filling a new space or filling a space that we know we've needed to fill in, in the in the cloud native ecosystem. You know, uh, there 
virtual machines were sort of the core technology that enabled the cloud to take off in the first place. Uh, and then along came containers, and containers offered this great way to bundle up and run servers, services, things that needed to be running all the time for days, months, uh, quarters, that kind of thing. But we knew we needed a compute technology that would be able to spin up and execute very, very quickly. You know, sort of take up, take the functions as a service, the Amazon Lambda kind of, AWS Lambda kind of experience to the next level. And uh, in order to do that, we needed a particular uh, security posture, right? Had to be very secure by default, had to be platform and architecture neutral, and of course had to have really, really fast cold start time. So we're talking like the cold start time of a virtual machine is a couple of minutes. Cold start time of a container is a dozen seconds or so. We were looking for a technology that can start in under 10 milliseconds. And WebAssembly actually happens to be that thing. It can cold start in under one millisecond. So we were looking for that to build these kind of like next generation event-driven or serverless-driven kinds of, of uh, cloud architectures. And that's where we think it shows the most promise. Very cool. I wonder, do you have anything to add to that, or did he? Did I he think he summed it up pretty well. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah it's, it's, it's exciting stuff. It's, you know, hey, t timing is everything. That's if right, I might, that's right. Yep. <laughs> I might just plug that in there. Yeah, um, so tell us, so you've, you've come out with a new illustrated guide, and the title of that guide is... I almost forgot it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fippi's Field Guide to Wasm. That's pretty cool. So, so we're teaching... Um, Adults and children of all ages, all about WebAssembly via uh, Fippy and friends, and I think that's pretty great. So, so how did how did you how did this one come about? I mean, obviously you two are very Im immersed in the world of Wasm, so yeah. it seems like a natural extension. And this is our this is our fourth one together. Yeah. So by now, it's good to ask these questions now because we can kind of like, oh, we got a system, we got this <laughs> whole thing down, right? That's awesome. Uh, the early one came about almost by accident. We should talk about that in a moment, yeah. but. This one, we knew, or well, CNCF had, had approached us and said, you know, are you interested in doing another one of these illustrated children's guide ones? And we said, oh, we really, we'd like to do one uh, and, and do one about WebAssembly. And so, uh, so we got together in a room with a fairly large whiteboard and then just started ideating. Like, what are some ideas? What kind of setting do we want for the, you know, what characters do we want in here? Do we want, I know people cheer, keep cheering every They're time so I say anything. They're so excited about yeah. this Wasm Hello, guide. Hello, fans exciting. out there. Yeah. Um, and and, uh, and we, we wanted to kind of find a new story. We wanted to introduce a new character. We wanted a different setting that, you know, in each of these cases, it kind of sets it apart from the previous ones. And uh, I don't know, do you remember any of the other ones that we had talked about? Um, yeah, we kind of thought about the different settings that things could take place in. So you know, we did consider maybe doing like a space adventure, but oh, then that's right. yeah, we did yeah. check fippy.io, which is the website that CNCF hosts that um, has a bunch of the other books in the community, and there is already a space one. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it is kind of funny that we fell on the camping one, because yeah. I, I don't want to be stereotypical, but Matt's from Colorado, and I'm yeah. originally from California. So, so we, like, we got camping kind of yeah. running deep yeah. in the veins. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. something we, we both like have done, you know, several times, and we were able to iterate well on our own, like based on our own experiences. I, I hadn't thought about this. We we actually did this session in Colorado, so yeah. maybe it was literally something in the air that got us going <laughs> on the mountain theme. Rocky Mountain yeah. air, yeah, yeah. fresh air. And, and, uh, analogies work, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, they're very. They can be very powerful vehicles. You know, if you can find the right metaphors, then you can make even highly complicated topics at least approachable to somebody who's never considered them before. Yeah. 
And 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 so Karen had this idea. You know, we were tossing around, you know, sort of like vignettes. What would you, what do you do when you camp? Well, you make s'mores, right? Yeah. You sit around the campfire and you sing. You set up your tent and, and curse. But we couldn't put that part in the book. <laughs> uh, and, and Karen's like, oh, you know, the whole field guide thing. It would be a really great sort of vehicle to do a book where you're, you kind of frame out. Well, I, I know nobody can see the cover art, but you, it's pretty the cute. cover art is great because it sort of draws from, you know, the kind of bird spotting guides okay. you'd find or the orienteering, you know, map books or something like that. And it, it, it just, we thought, oh, that'll be a really fun sort of um, framing for the book itself. And then we'll follow that same kind of, I guess vignette is the right word, right? The kind yeah. of vignette style that we used in the Illustrated Children's Guide, the original one, and also in the Fippy Goes to the Zoo one. Uh, a little less uh, plot-driven than the spy one that we did. Oh, uh, yeah, um, that one was very different. Okay, I, can't. I never double really from... thought I'd talk about the plot of a Fippy book, but yeah. <laughs> it was from Double O Kate's with love, yes, yes. there yeah. we go. Yeah. It's a little hard to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so very cool. So let's 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 go back in time a little bit and talk about how this this whole thing, how the illustrated guide started in the first place. Uh, I should start this story I because think you what? So we were at a startup called Deus. Uh, Deus what had been purchased by Engine Yard, which was really big in the Ruby on Rails world. And uh, we had been doing some research on building a next-generation platform as a service there and, you know, very uh, technical stuff there. But uh, we wanted to do it on containers. And uh, this company called Google had just <laughs> released an orchestrator whose name started with K. And we were <laughs> like, well, how does anybody pronounce this word, Kubernetes or whatever? And... Uh, <laughs> And so my team kind of piloted a little bit of the early Kubernetes project. Ooh. And then uh, I know Sorry. that all this cheering in the background <laughs> is so awesome. It must be uh, validating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I was, I was given the task of introducing uh, the company to Kubernetes. And I said to Gabe, who is a CTO at Deus, so you mean like all the engineering teams? And he said, no, I mean like the company. Finance will be there. Oh, wow. uh, marketing will be there. And don't worry, I put you at the spot right after lunch. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, Gabe, everybody's going to fall no asleep. Pressure. So so I went home and, and thought, okay, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to teach people about one of the most sophisticated, you know, orchestrators out there after lunch when they're tired and groggy? So I took a couple of my kids' stuffed animals and snapped pictures of them and built a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> that was jokingly called the Illustrated Children's Guide to Kubernetes. Uh, and I sat up in a big poofy chair in the front of the room, at, you know, in front of the whole company, and sort of jokingly read this this little PowerPoint presentation that was framed out as a kid's book, a kid's story with my kid's stuffed animals. And Karen was in the audience. Yeah, so uh, this actually... Um, there you go, they're cheering for you now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so actually, originally, even before we were thinking of doing the children's guide, I don't know if you remember, Matt, we were actually thinking about making this into like a um, one of those like illustrated videos on YouTube oh, where uh -huh. they like draw as you're yeah, talking. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, but, you know, I think we ended up transitioning into the children's guide format, which I think has worked out a lot better because that's stuff we can actually share and, you know, and, like pass out at conferences and whatnot. So um, we ended up using an, uh, an artist, uh, Bailey, uh, from Fiverr <laughs> and so oh, wow. yeah we basically took Matt's slides um, storyboarded it into like more of a children's book setting and then I worked with Bailey and then we basically uh, transformed it into a children's book and again this was super early 20 I think 
Offsite was like fall of 2015, and then we got the book out in, I think, spring of 2016. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, because I think they passed it out at the KubeCon that was in Berlin that spring. So Karen has a secret that I'm going to make her tell on the air now. Oh. So the original giraffe did not oh. really look like Fippy. Uh, oh, it was okay. a, the, the, my kid's animal version. The neck was really skinny and very long. You mean more realistic? <laughs> more realistic, yeah. But but we had a little bit of a we had a little bit of a chicken and egg problem in that we wanted to do swag to go with a book, but we were a startup. Yeah. So making custom swag can be a little bit expensive. So what I did was I actually found something that was already available for branding online, and I based the character on her so that we would have stuff readily available. It seems practical. It was quite practical. And actually, the cartoonishness of that giraffe lent quite a bit better to the... uh, to the, to the sort of style in the story. You know, the neck yeah, wasn't yeah. quite as long, so it's a little bit stubbier, so you can <laughs> be on the pages a little bit better. Yeah. But that was, to me, that's like the story of scrappy startup budgeting, right? Oh, Where yeah. like, we I cannot afford can to identify. make our own, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plushies are way out of our budget, but, uh, but yeah. if we can find one that's kind of pre-made. I think we got these little, like, stress toys, and then we put, like, a little, um, we printed, like, a little name tag on Fippy that said, like, hello, I'm Fippy. <laughs> oh yeah. God, that's so cute. It, yeah. it, it really works. So this is funny. The, my, my introduction to this, somehow, I okay, backing up a little bit, I did get a little Captain Cube, like, Lego set mm-hmm. as a giveaway at a previous conference, but I didn't really know what it was about. I didn't know that there was a whole series, right? Yeah. And for some reason, I have missed this. I mean, year, several years ago, I was working with things like, Kubernetes and Helm and Argon, all the things that we just we just talked about. And frankly, had I had this introduction when I was kind of thrown into a new team and had to learn Kubernetes, uh-huh. uh, you know, from scratch, I don't know that, that you had actually released it yet, but that would have been so incredibly <laughs> valuable. And when I learned about it, actually, it was this year, one of my colleagues, Marlo, who I'm sure you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mentioned it to me. She said, you know, it, you know, this is a really great way to kind of reintroduce yourself, you know, get mm-hmm. back up yep. to speed, you know, that kind of th- thing. It's a nice, gentle kind of um, introduction to the landscape because I feel like, you know, I ne- well, to be honest, I, n- I never really felt like I completely understood what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and now that it's I've been out of, of it a That's little, yeah, I know, us. right? It's, all, it's our, our dirty little secret, all of us. Yep. Um, and, and it was a very nice way to remind, right, okay, pods and continue. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, so we had so shortly after we wrote that book as Deus, uh, Microsoft acquired us, and and I I like to think it's because of the children's guide, but you know it might have been the technology or no, something like that. But, That's uh, great marketing. Yeah, <laughs> and then but they were uh, you know during an acquisition you never know how things are going to go and and what what of the previous culture will will come along to the new culture. What of the previous technologies will come along to the new one? And and so we were surprised when they said, oh, this Fippy thing is great. You know, we want to keep it up. Uh, when, did CNCF approach us? Yeah, Dan did. Oh, Dan. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dan Cohn, who was the founder of the CNCF, passed away a few years ago, but was a, a great friend. Really instrumental in making CNCF into the kind of community that it is today. And he had approached us about the characters. Yeah. So he had asked us to donate the characters. Um which we did end up doing. And one of the things that we had all kind of been in agreement with was that we would release these characters under Creative Commons mm. so that anyone in the community can use them. So, um, yeah, there have been at least four, I mean, like three or, f- I want to say like three books 
three other books that we that have been done, um, be, like outside of us. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. yeah. So there's one like on Prometheus. Uh, there's one I think digital on transformation. Is digital one. transformation, yeah. and then recovery as well. So. Oh, and then there's like a pirate adventure one as well. So, oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been cool to kind of just see other people take these characters and tell whatever story that makes sense. And then on top of that, CNCF also started having the graduated projects kind of submit their own mascot. Um, so yeah. there are even more characters. So yeah. for Helm, we created Hazel the Hedgehog. <laughs> Um, and and she, they have plushies of her now. Do. I want to get a yeah. Hazel plushie at yeah. the CNCF store. Yeah. So it's cool to see how much this has grown. Um, and, you know, like during the, the booth crawl the, the other day, it's like you see these like big eight foot tall yes, little I blocks. Saw them. There was one right there. Yeah. yeah. They're just like waddling around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now imagine how surreal that is when you base these animals on your little, your, your kids' little That's stuffed animals great. and they come towering <laughs> towards you. And yeah. Yeah. It's a little, little surreal. Yeah. But fun. And it's, it's cool. To, it's flattering, I guess, to see yeah, yeah, how yeah. far it's gone. So the Fippy Goes to the Zoo book then was was part of the whole thing when we wanted to donate everything to CNCF and we said, okay, we should do a new book so that you have something to feature. Mm -hmm. And then all the characters will go into Creative Commons and they launched the Fippy website on CNCF. And that was, we read it on the stage at KubeCon uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. That was, whoa, that, talk about really surreal. You know, you're sitting there in front of, I think it was like 10 or 12,000 people. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> and, and your book is on the giant monitors. And oh. each page of your book, and, and you're reading it in the, yeah. Um, okay, Dad was very encouraging of this. We, um, the, the, I think the first page of the book that, like, kicks it off is them being on this couch. And so we, yeah, we, like, we read the book from this couch, and, like, the first scene in that book, uh, book also has these red converse, so they also got these, like, huge, whatever, size 15 converse and set it on the side of the couch as we did our reading, so... It, it was very, really cute. Yeah, yeah you can watch it on YouTube. They set the stage to look like the opening page of the <laughs> yeah. book, so that was... That wow, was uh, that's really... Yeah. That then then you know you peaked in life. Yeah, yeah that was it. It doesn't get yeah. any better. <laughs> and then the third book was uh, we did while we were at Microsoft with, yeah. with Lockie Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is, uh, I'm not going to say the title again because I'm not going to be able to, to, but it's a spy book and we took the characters um, in, from the previous two books and they are no longer themselves, but they play spies on a secret mission. It's very James Bondy. It is. It's yeah, got a lot of yeah. references to like spy movies and TV shows like James Bond, uh, Definitely Archer. That's what the cover is based on. Easter egg, <laughs> and like probably like some Austin Powers. Yeah, stuff yeah, there. a little bit of that. Probably yeah. a little bit of Chuck references. Some of the like any of those spy shows we like. Oh, yeah. I guess there's an Easter. There's at least one Easter age egg on every page of the book. Too. Yeah, little sight gags sort of hidden throughout the illustrations. And if you spend time looking at the background, you can pick out a bunch of those. Yeah, and uh, if, I don't know if I said that. That one is security themed because uh, secure supply chain was really. Yeah, happening yeah. in and 2019. That was yet another highly like complicated thing. It is. Still. Yeah, no, yes, no, it is. But, is yeah. but yeah, but it was like, it's good timing though to yeah. introduce something like that. We were always looking for opportunities to tell a hard technology story in a fun and approachable way, and security software supply chain was very much one of those where it was yeah. a new, new concept to almost everybody in the community, but one that was really important. People wanted to understand, and you know, WebAssembly really falls into that same category: new technology. People yeah. want to have an idea for what it is, but uh, but without having to read white papers and, oh uh, and, and specifications <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. 
Um, I read most of these actually on the flight here. Oh, oh to good. make sure I had read like all of them so I could speak confidently. The the person next um, to you is like this grown adult weirdo? has been reading, <laughs> reading board yeah, books my, for the whole I, flight. My, uh, iPad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, that is ex- kind of exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure what happened. Uh, <laughs> they did not engage me in conversation. Yeah, there, there, there you go. That I, I might try this on my flight back. To yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. So can you can you tease a little bit about, have you, have you thought of what the next book is going to be? Is there going to be a next book? I'm sure. I, I think there will. I, I think we'll we'll come up with the next book, but it really seems to be the kind of thing where you wait for a technology mm. that sort of bubbles to the top, yeah. and then you say, okay, well, here's something new that 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 we are both technically qualified to write, which is a smaller set of things than you might think, <laughs> and, and I don't also believe you, <laughs> but I'll, I'll okay. Uh. Well, uh. I I was talking to someone earlier this week, and our previous books. Um, are more explanations of terminologies versus this book is really about the technology in itself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I think there are there are patterns we repeat. You know, obviously things like characters. You want to build on character continuity and things, and patterns that uh, and and places where we've kind of innovated or changed on each one. I think the zoo one was between the first. So the first one's very narrative driven. It's about a little PHP app named mm-hmm. Fippy that goes through the process of you know containerization and running on a Kubernetes cluster. And then the second one, we were like, well, we really have to explain all the different pieces of Kubernetes. What are each of these things? And so, you know, the zoo metaphor is like a different animal for every mm-hmm. for every little thing. But you're right. This one's the first one where really we spend more time maybe talking about the why rather than the what yeah. behind the technology. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I mean, again, Wasm... Um, a lot of people are very excited to talk about it. I good, will leave it at good. that, which is a good thing, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, what do you tell me more about what you do when you're not doing Fippy's field guide to Watson. this is my full time job. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we, we were supposed to do I mean, something else. That, we were just going to rest on our laurels. That, but, you know. There yeah. is. What, or what do you do? To, no, what do you do on next Monday? And now that you've launched it, how about that? Uh, what am I going to do next Monday? Oh, so we're so. <laughs> You know, uh, two years ago, November 1st, we started a new company called Fermion Technologies and, it, you know, a web assembly for the cloud company. Karen's the head of community. I'm the CEO. So we we will be busy on very different things coming Monday. But, you know, for us, it's like big planning season for what we're going to do in 2024. Yeah. We like to do sort of community-based stuff in, in December because, you know, we're all kind of... December is a good recharging month as a developer, right? Because you know that... Nobody nobody does deadlines in December because if they slip, then your holidays are ruined. So it's a great time to build some outreach and education kind of stuff. So last last year we did a little hackathon advent of code style thing to walk people through, you know, a couple different exercises so they could try WebAssembly and get familiar with it while, ever, you know, as a downtime activity while they're sitting at work on those afternoons where it's like it's too late in the day to start anything new. So I think we'll probably be trying to come up with something to do this December. Yeah. Uh, and, and that'll probably, I, I like to call that priority number one, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Whereas, <laughs> whereas submitting expense to, reports uh, does not sound like fun. <laughs> after, oh, after going, especially yeah. from this conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicago's an expensive city. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. This, uh, yeah. so I live in New York, so The next one's going to be in Paris. I think, yeah, Paris might yeah, actually take the game for that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That is fair. Um, yeah. So, the, well, this is this has been really exciting. Um, I I I love. I, I wish I had learned about your 
illustrated guides earlier because then I would have followed you longer and Thanks. <laughs> an even bigger fan than I am right now. But I think it's so uh. cool. I did want to ask kind of one last thing. I understand that, Fermion, you have sort of a magical CMS of some sort involving. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, believe I like, magic is the term. I, I like that, yeah. yeah it's magical. Yeah. 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 My background, so prior to cloud, I got into cloud, you know, sort of at the rise of OpenStack, which was a, a big cloud uh, yeah. platform. But prior to that, I used to work in content management systems. Me I did, too. I did Drupal for many, many years. Get out. Yeah, Get yeah. Out. Uh, How do we not know I, each other? Well, this is going to be one of those things where we're going to start throwing people's names out there and realize yeah, that we I were probably we sitting at we the same table eating lunch yeah, there and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is, here's the lesson from that. When you're sitting at table eating lunch, make sure you introduce yourself to everybody at the table. <laughs> Don't be like us here where we're just discovering so we sat funny. at the same table yeah, in the no, lunch Drupal, room. Drupal, and, I like to say, well, can I say this? I don't know. I like to call it my gateway drug to, <laughs> to the open source world. I, oh, actually, I think that's a really good way of explaining it because they worked so hard creating a sense of community. Yeah. And they were, I, I mean, some of the open source projects that I'm a huge fan of, they, they never really get that kind of community momentum that that builds a sense of uh, of belonging there and and consequently turns people who would be just casual users of a technology into people that play a critical role yeah. in in making that tech turning that technology from a, a good technology into a really great experience yeah, yeah. for a lot of Shouting people and Drupal for me was very much like that too me too yeah. well uh, we're gonna have to talk after I after I uh Stop yeah, the recording. <laughs> it's be mean, fun. everybody else doesn't want to hear us I go through all the different I mean, uh, uh, DrupalCon. Drupal we went to yeah. DrupalCon Paris. Were you there? Uh, I was at DrupalCon yeah, Paris. Yeah, not yeah. that many uh, of us. See, see, I that's was right. there. Yeah, yeah. See, see, um, it's a small world uh -huh, after all. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, do we have to? Is, is, we're going to sing that as the outro here. I think so. Really? No, we're not. <laughs> uh, we're then, not. then you'll all be stuck with that in your head. Yeah. I think I will not. But yeah, thank you both so much. I really appreciate when, you know, I, I reach out to people kind of randomly on the internet. I do get hints from my from my very kind friends who tell me who the most interesting people are to talk to. <laughs> thank you, George. You know who you are. Hey, George. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really appreciate you you coming over and, and oh, sure. doing the thing. Oh, sure. This has been so much fun. It is so much fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, and go go download all of the Fippy Guides. That's right. Yeah, all the Fippy Guides. Yeah. All of them. You'll enjoy it. You've been listening to Open at Intel. Be sure to check out more from the Open at Intel podcast at open.intel.com slash podcast and at Open at Intel on Twitter. We hope you join us again next time to geek out about open source. <laughs>